Hi everyone and welcome back to my segment. I hope you learned a lot from the previous segment. So today we'll talk about briefly about what is fascia distortion model or what is fascia distortion therapy. Fascia we talked in the previous segment uh, is a connective tissue as a whole network of tension that keeps uh, the muscular and the bone part of our systems together so that we have a complete unit. So the abbreviation from uh, fascia distortion model or FDM, so fascia could uh, refer to that uh, connective tissue that uh, holds everything together. And then uh, distortion, we could think about alteration of the tissue or deformation of the tissue. And of course the model or the treatment then uh, guides us uh, or gives us a different uh, perspective under which we examine our patients and uh, we are able to treat uh, so that we have a better understanding about the underlying fascia distortions. So today in this segment I like to focus more on what are the causes of fascia distortions. What can actually deform this connective tissue? So one, um, I'll mention a few today, but uh, to start with, so one of the common things that causes fascia distortion is uh, overuse. Overuse meaning uh, you're doing same uh, kind of uh, one plane repetitive movement again and again, and this uh, then puts some strain on the fascia tissue. Uh, so let's say overuse in uh, and give an example here about sitting posture. So most people spend a lot of time seated in a very crooked postures and that over time will likely to cause a fascia uh, restriction or distortion. So the other thing which is uh, actually the common cause of fascia uh, distortions or fascia alterations is uh, injury. And this could be from a sport event from trauma or from a fall could be anything that is creating an external force into the body let's say you're running and then you skid off downstairs that could be more of trauma and that could actually affect your fascia tension and the fascia alignment probably you will be in pain so the other things that also cause uh, fascia uh, distortions uh, is uh, everyday repetitive movements so if if you think about let's say your person working behind the desk every day you wake up in the morning get in the car sit in traffic get to the office sit in the office back into the car sit back home that actually can lead to fascia distortions in your body so ideally you should increase uh, more of your movement because at the end of the day we are designed for movement other factors which also could cause uh, fascia distortion problems or fascia distortions is uh, poor blood circulation. So if somebody is uh, very stiff and their fascia tissue is so tight, then they will need uh, ideally some loosening to allow proper circulation. And we also find that fascia distortions can also be caused due to lack of minerals and uh, vitamins so essential minerals in our bodies if you have uh, low deficiencies then you're also likely to affect the fascia tissue uh, but one of the major things that 
uh, is important to us in this part is that if we do something that can improve the oxygen oxygenation meaning that we can get more oxygen into the these fascia tissues then our fascia starts to become healthier and that will give us better mobility so with fascia distortion model we examine you and find if there are any restrictions in the body and we work on you so meaning we use our hands and we manipulate the tissue we pull push twist depending on what is really needed uh, to be done to be able to realign your fascia tissue and after the treatment there are things we expect so there will be a diminish or decline of pain and we see better flexibility especially after uh, fascia distortion sessions if we are working on very tight bands we also see a good uh, improvement in terms of range of motion and uh, we see enhanced performance in these patients we treat and also this helps to accelerate uh, recovery uh, by allowing the tissue to glide and move better and in return then we get a better metabolic exchange because a lot of this uh, uh, cellular level activities also actually rely on the flexibility and the mobility of the fascia tissue so some of the basic examples let's say you have footballers or weightlifters they are likely to do same similar activities where they're engaging a lot of uh, longitudinal muscle and uh, fascia tissue planes and these normally ends up to causing some restrictions along so you find some tight bands in the tissue and those also could be a problem so we we also work with the, this kind of uh, elite athletes so that we help them loosen up those tight bands then to help enhance performance dancers basketball players because they do a lot of jumping up and down so they get a lot of uh, loading on their joints so we see a lot of joint problems with uh, such cases so ideally depending on the kind of sport the that you're participating in you're likely to get uh, a certain form of uh, alteration of this tissue but it's only a problem if you take a long time to have it checked because then it will mean that actually the body will adapt into this kind of uh, restrictions and this will be more of a chronic problem so the area it's done uh, the better so unless you have any questions you can also share your comments ask questions on my segment you can inbox me on my platforms for more uh, if you have personal questions and thank you for joining in so the next segment uh, i'll talk about uh, what do we need to do uh, particularly so we'll pick maybe one sport common sport or we'll pick about uh, sitting postures and I will share my highlight what I think about what it means to have a good uh, sitting posture. Thank you so much.